1: on the Texas A&M Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12, your podcast home for Texas A&M athletics. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this special edition of Off the Pitch. And we're going to be focusing on the 2020 NCAA Women's College Cup Tournament And it got underway today. The Aggies will play on Friday.
2: And uh, finally, the Aggies know who they're going to be playing, G. Right. Well, in the 2020 NCAA Women's College Cup, we're going to play on the 30th of April in 2021. And that's... uh, just shows how this has been a, a an incredibly long season, the longest season in NCAA history, um, and it's an incredibly difficult uh, assignment for us to go on the road now um, and play against an undefeated side in the the South Florida Bulls. They knocked off Central Central Connecticut in a a pretty resounding three nothing win um, in the first round, and uh, you know now for us it's a matter of kind of focusing ourselves fully on them. We I, they were the favorite team going into that match anyway, and uh, so we've been, we've been keeping a, a pretty close eye on them. And as we were watching the game and we watched the game with the team, um, you know, it, it, was, it, it was impressive. I mean, they've got some very, very good players. They're very well coached, and uh, it's going to be a tough, tough game. For the, for the casual observer, it should be a great game. I was
1: particularly impressed in watching uh, South Florida play. Uh, Sidney Nacello uh, plays up top. Uh, for the Bulls, and then their two center backs, uh, Paula uh, Leblick and Vivian Bissett. I thought both played, or all three of them, very, very good players.
2: Well, they are. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a neat ma- uh, mesh of players that they've put together. And again, South Florida, I think, has been in six out of the last seven NCAA tournaments. So this is not a flash in the pan. Um, you know, it's a husband-wife uh, coaching team of uh, Denise Schulte Brown and her husband Chris Brown. Um, you know the the staff has some Spanish um, influence on it. It's got they've got uh, you know Denise is a Canadian citizen, so they have uh, a nice pipeline to Canadian players um, coming into Florida. Florida is a you know, if you look at any of the schools in Florida, there's usually a, an international flair to it because uh, kids know Florida from other parts of the United States, and they've done a great job of bringing in, um, like you talked about with uh, Diaz Leblik who is a, a great uh, Spanish player out of Madrid, really, really good. You know, if you think about uh, Jimena Lopez for us, that type of player, someone who's sophisticated in the way that she plays and gets gets into the attack, very comfortable on the ball, very smart, uh, but. You know, then you've got Bassett, who's uh, I believe Canadian player. That you've got you've got Germans. You've got um, obviously some great Floridian players, like you said, Nicello. So it's a it really is a it's it's a neat little uh, mix uh, of personalities that they put on this, and it makes it to where there's a lot of really good personalities that, that come to play for them. So when you know that when you're playing against them, you're going to play against a team that's smart. You're going to play a game against a team that is not just a one trick pony. That they've got a lot of different um, flavors that they can that they can call upon for whatever the uh, situation is, is necessary.
1: Well, and you mentioned this, this kind of international flavor to the team. Their goals today uh, were uh, scored by a Spaniard, a German, and a Canadian. So it kind of gives you an idea of the goals that were scored against uh, Central Connecticut. And the other thing I noticed in watching the game, they're they're
2: a physical team as well. Well, they are, but you know, as Central Connecticut came out and we're dishing out some stuff. It was almost like it seemed like whenever uh, one of the one of the, the bulls would get away, you know, she'd be taken down immediately. Uh, it's hard for me to say bulls and she, but um, that that they that the South Florida player would be taken down pretty quickly, and they they didn't respond to that in any kind of negative way. They they shook it off. I'm sure that that's probably the way a lot of their opponents play against them. Is uh, you know, if you can't beat them, you you break them, and uh, you know so but they but they're physical they're they're, they're uh, you know they're one of their non conference games this year was a 0-0 draw against uh, Florida Gators in uh, in Gainesville so they can step up and, and play with really athletic teams just like they can roll over some play, some teams that are not as athletic as they are well and you
1: touched on something that's really caused me a lot of consternation over the last several days and that is how a women's soccer team uh, from university of south florida is the bulls i mean uh there's cows and cows are females and the male cows or steers or bulls and i just like i say this has caused me a lot of consternation i don't know if
2: you have any inside information on how that happened or not well, you would think with the world-famous vet school like we have that I, I would have delved into some research or gone out to lunch with one of our uh, professors. And, and maybe this is a, a future conversation that we can have with them. But, uh, I mean, my, my focus has been mostly on their feet and no, <laughs> n- nothing else in the anatomy.
1: Okay, fair enough. All right, so speaking of your focus and the team's focus, uh, of course you've been practicing. The, the uh, Aggies got the, got the weekend off last weekend, came back to practice yesterday and then today and then tomorrow morning. So how's practice been going? Kind of the, uh, the focus of the team, have been pleased with what you've seen out on the pitch so far?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, one of the things that is will, will be a, could be a bit of a challenge for us is that you know we will we will have gone twenty days without a game. You know, we we knocked off uh, number three TCU on the tenth of of April, and we're not going to play our next game until the thirtieth or game that counts until the thirtieth of April. So we have tried to keep we've, we've focused a lot on you know the physiology of of how we want to have ourselves prepared and and kind of peaking as we as we step into the tournament and and taking that last weekend off was a big part of that of not having it to where you're going to have to grind yourself into the tournament so the the, the win over tcu secured the bit the uh, bid and also secured our number seven seed but we also have had a chance now to kind of get better a little bit we've had you know as, as you would imagine it's been a it's been a nine-month season for these guys and so Finding our times at this t- at this part of the year, uh, rest is almost as good as practice. And but we want to make sure that when we do practice, that we're really taxing ourselves, that we're pushing ourselves, so that our players are ready for the demands of the tournament. And the demands of the tournament are going to be one that you know, after you play a game, you basically have uh, three days to recover for the fourth day, which is going to be the next game. Now, for South Florida, they've only they have one day less than that because they got to play us. Um, in seventy hours after they finish playing, so for us, uh, we I gave the players the uh, the weekend off following um, the quote you know end of the season, uh, and that put us into the. The selection show which was on the 19th we had five great workouts uh that week and then this past weekend we went ahead i went ahead and gave him the weekend up i didn't think we wanted to have so many just days without a day off so we gave him saturday and sunday off it was beautiful it was a beautiful weekend here in aggie land and then um monday Watch the game or Monday training yesterday, Tuesday, watch the game, uh, Central Florida and and uh, or sorry, Central Connecticut, South Florida. And then we went out and practiced now knowing who we are going to play We're Wednesday morning will be a training session. We'll then fly out of College Station directly to Greensboro on Wednesday afternoon, get in around six o'clock in the evening, uh, Eastern time have ourselves to get have ability to get in uh thursday is going to be we'll have a training session at the uh at the, the stadium uh we'll also do uh, another covid test we did one of those uh, on tuesday morning as well and uh you know kind of get ourselves into you know being on the road for a little while we've talked with the players a lot about that you know we could be gone for just one game or we or you could be gone for as as much as three weeks and you know, kind of the, what's the mindset of that? Understanding that every day is important. You don't want to let a day get get away from you. And uh, how are we going to be prepared for that? And that's those have all been things that we've been we've been talking about, and as we've been getting ready for, you know, what we have to do, but also understanding that the team we're going to play is a, is a real quality side. You know,
1: one of the things that's been impressive to me both, uh, well, in the fall uh, when the Aggies were on the road to play half of their SEC schedule, despite the fact that you've got a very young team, a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores, uh, this is a team that travels well in the sense of they, they stay focused on the business
2: at hand, and it doesn't seem to affect them very much. No, and the, the, that, that starts with the chemistry of the team. And the chemistry of the team is, is all revolved around the uh, the leaders we have within the team, how they handle each other, um, the respect that they have for each other, how they, they deal with any issues, uh, fun issues, you know, not fun issues, and how they've really been able to, to, to be focused on everything we've done this year. And like I said, the length of the year has been one thing. The fact that we've really only been playing one game a week um, has really made it uh, almost a professional type of season to the way things have gone. And that professionalism has also carried over to the way that we travel and the way that we, we go about doing our business. So we'll be chartering in on, uh, on our flight. It'll be a situation where, you know, the team is, is well used to this. This, is, this is, will not be anything unusual for, for our guys. And, uh, and then step in and, you know, get a chance to, again, make another run in the NCAA tournament, hopefully. Well, you will be able
1: to listen to all of the games uh, uh, during the tournament that Texas A&M is involved in. And, again, this is going to be Friday afternoon. You'll be at work probably, so you can, you know, you don't want to work on a Friday afternoon. Uh, Turn it on if you're in the Brazos Valley. You can get it on 97.3 FM. uh, Or you can listen, of course, RadioAggieland.com or the 12th Man mobile app anywhere else on the planet uh tune in the pregame show will start at 1:45 central time game time is 2 p.m and you'll be able to listen to the aggies throughout the ncaa tournament uh hopefully you will do that and also i want you to be sure and watch social media if you follow uh aggie soccer on twitter and that's the name of the account at aggie soccer or follow at coach g soccer on uh twitter uh You'll be able to keep up. This is We're going to keep these podcasts going during the tournament. We'll be posting one, you know, maybe every other day, certainly the day before a game, uh, to keep you up to date on what's going on. You'll be able to get all of these podcasts and follow the Aggies through the NCAA tournament. Gee, best of luck as always. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, You know, the thing that's most impressive is the, is the Aggies continue continued ability to maintain the excellence to uh to get into the ncaa tournament there are so few teams that have had the kind of run that the aggies have had
2: well thanks that's obviously something that we take uh, a a A great degree of pride in you know there's only three teams in from the state of texas in the ncaa tournament this year it's us it's rice it's uh who's conference usa champions and it's tcu who are the uh, big 12 champions and you know for us this is something that is expected of of our program kids come to this program not to hopefully you know play college soccer but to win and to to be in a position to play for championships we won an sec championship again this year and now uh, 26 years in a row 23 uh in the second round now in a row and it'd be nice for us to get on to uh hopefully another sweet 16 and, and beyond but again there's a there's a there's a big a big ugly uh, uh critter in front of us that we've got to be able to deal with and um I feel good about the way that we're going into the into this. I feel good about the the rapport the team has got um, right now and and the preparation that they have. So uh, I hope folks can watch the game again. It'll be on NCAA.com, but turn down the sound and, and listen to uh, to you and uh, and and the broadcast that's going to be happening. It should be great. All right. Have a safe
1: trip. Best of luck in the NCAA tournament and. Uh... You, got, you have practice in the morning, get ready for, your, for the trip. I, in the meantime, I'm going to go research this whole bull cow thing. It's really bothered me. All right, for G. Guerrero, I'm David Ellis, and we'll catch you later, everybody. Gig'em. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings, just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at.